All right, so hey, let's dive into our first story because this is a matter of grave importance to Uh-oh. me. Um, national security, almost. Uh, there is a domestic potato shortage, Daniel, no. as the domestic potato output is projected to be the lowest since 2010, including a five and a half percent decrease in Idaho, the nation's top potato producer. Now, this is uh, uh, th- this seems like a very very big deal. Uh, for the restaurant industry, obviously. If you're looking at potatoes and uh, not having enough potatoes to make all the French fries that we happen to love so much, Canada has also felt the sting of the bad weather, which is, you know, really, I suppose, uh, contributed a lot to this potato shortage. Um, As the United Potato Growers of Canada estimates that 18% of Manitoba's planted area was not harvested, according to Bloomberg. So That's brutal. All of this has led to high French fry demand. So French fry demand has just been outstanding lately, according to Travis Blacker, an industry relations director with the Idaho Potato Commission. He says, so supplies can't meet that demand. Wow. So so basically, what are we gonna do? basically he is actually saying there's going to be a clear uh, shortage in french fries i mean how do you think this is actually going to play out or be passed off to the consumer i mean do you think that's going to be like i mean like do we really think mcdonald's is going to be low on french fries like i i doubt it but i don't know i mean like how how critical do you think the issue is yeah i i I honestly don't know and i wonder if the restaurant like especially the big restaurant apparatus like mcdonald's like if they are I mean, I'm sure they've got some potatoes in the freezer. Yeah, first of all, I, mean, I, I think on. they have s- stuff They're on not reserve. not shipping right? in fresh cut <laughs> French fries every day. Who are we <laughs> that's, kidding? That's not why I go to McDonald's. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, but part of me also wonders if the, if the restaurant apparatus is nimble enough to respond quickly to a, a situation like this in such a way that would mean like raising prices, you know, for a temporary potato shortage. Like, do you actually think that we'll see prices rise on French fries? Because I, I kind of don't think so. I can't really imagine that happening. You know, the the way that it's described, I almost feel like we might not feel the impacts as consumers uh, or, uh, you know, these QSRs or even uh, more independent restaurateurs, they might not feel the impact for a while like there might be a kind of a delayed reaction because of sort of a, a an already um exported stock of potatoes worldwide sure, right sure so i'm sure we've already got you know if you're a fast food chain there's got to be you know a pretty decent amount of your frozen whatever uh french fries in you know national warehouses right. in your local mcdonald's freezer uh, i'm sure as an independent restaurant you know there's already at least some sense of of your supply of french fries um but you know maybe a few months down the line as this kind of wave of shortages is actually felt i have a feeling you know maybe We'll see some smaller restaurants either have to scale back on fries or raise prices on fries. I just I seriously doubt that any of our large chain mm-hmm. fast food places that you know you go to for the fries that they're going to be like we have no fries. Yeah, I don't know. It it feels kind of hard to conceive that the issue would be that grand, but I think if it does get there, then I think we really need to be talking about the sustainability of our. Uh, 
global uh, farming food, operation. food supply, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and 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 supply chain, yeah. Because uh, I mean, if that actually becomes Whataburger's out of fries, yeah, like okay, wow, that is a national chain, or at least a southwestern chain, right? That is. It operates on a large level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So, you know, we need to be talking about, okay, is our method of producing potatoes right now uh, sustainable? Mm -hmm. Can we, you know, if, since people love their fries so much, should we be thinking about bringing potatoes into more urban farming methods, bringing them into hydroponics, you know, rooftop gardens, uh, giant, you know, cement warehouses that are, are urban, you know, non-soil growing sure. operations for potatoes more climate controlled yes scaled uh you know to yeah to scale so i'm not sure it's uh it's gonna be something i feel like i say this literally at the end of every segment it's gonna be something we got to keep our eye on looking forward but it, it, i don't think we're gonna see the impact immediately it's gonna right. be like a delayed reaction the uh, article that I read about this uh, ended up. Yeah, if it, it concluded by saying, you know, if you need, uh, if you really want French fries, but there aren't any, three healthier French fry alternatives include using carrots, eggplant, and jicama. Boo, big boo on that. I mean, like, no thanks. I like carrot sticks. I don't. But like, no. <laughs> but there's no substitute for French fries. Okay, that's yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel, what what are your favorite French fries? Do you have like a if you had to power rank your your favorite three? There are some like artisan sweet potato fries at oh. some burger joints that I've been to in the Dallas McKinney area that all kind of raise the bar on sweet potato fries. A little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of sugar, still salty. You know, like Yum. really that sweet salty mix that I think tops it off for me. But if we're talking fast food. I think if you get to a McDonald's fry mm -hmm. within like the first five minutes, yeah. that's like A grade. If you let them cool off, you start getting to like C grade fries. Um, I think Chick-fil-A fries are a bit overhyped. Okay. Um, if, I think if I had to power rank mine, it would go Wingstop, McDonald's. Oh, yeah. And then it's kind of a toss up. It depends on how crispy the Chick-fil-A fries are. They can get a little right. soggy and floppy, and I don't like that. And, like, I don't mind the soggy floppiness because I don't really go to Chick-fil-A for the fries. Sure. Um, but if we're just comparing fries, uh, you know, I don't know. The kind of, like, the fact that it's, like, a stiff, like, sometimes it's, like, a, it feels like a literal potato. Like yeah. You're biting into a potato is, like, it's not really a fry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's fried. But I don't know if it's really a fry. Um, You're not wrong. Definitely at the bottom of the barrel. I'd have to be in and out. In and out for all the great things they do, guys. They need to fix bad their fries. Fry. They need to fix their fries. You just got to deck them out in the uh, animal sauce. Yeah, have you ever had animal fries? There? I have. That then they're good. Right. Right. But alone, you know, they're like starch filling. If you got to soup them up that much, you're not doing. There's something. It's like ranch on wrong. pizza. Ooh, I like ranch on pizza. Oh. Don't go there. Damn, okay. Don't go there. Oops. All right. <laughs> this was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com slash industries.